You are listening to Did You Hear? 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 The Johnson County Library Podcast. This is your Library Insider. Hey, everybody. It's Jamal with the Weekly Word. Impetrate, beseech, or beg for. there and welcome to another edition of Did You Hear? I'm Dave Carson and this is your Library Insider. You know, when I pitched the idea for the Library Podcast over two years ago, the goal was to help promote library programs. We also had a lot of audio recordings of local musicians and we really needed something to do with those and so the, the podcast was born. You can check out those old episodes on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash jocolibrary and search for Did You Hear? So eventually we decided to make a switch. Uh, We started podcasting on Podbean, moved away from YouTube. And by the way, please consider going to jocolibrary.podbean.com and subscribing. Or you can simply search Joko Library or Did You Hear in the search of your favorite podcast streaming service. We also switched the focus of the podcast from programs and events to highlighting the wonderful efforts of the staff here at the library and give you kind of a behind-the-scenes look and tell stories that you might not have otherwise known. We want you to hear from as many different librarians as possible to hear about the great and often unknown work that they do. We also want to promote services that can really make you smarter and make your life easier. We've added some special episodes along the way like author research in action, local music, and today I'm happy to say that we're now going to include episodes here and there that we're calling Five for Five. We talked to five different groups of library folks about five different topics, five minutes at a time. Here we go. So for the longest time, there's somebody that's been absent from the show and it's Melissa Horak Hearn. How are you doing, Melissa? It's me. Oh, <laughs> tell it. How are you, Dave? Oh, I'm doing very well. You know, I've gone on I've gone solo doing the show for a while. And it's yeah. it's not been not been easy. You've been doing a good job at it though. I'm sorry that I had to ditch you, but I had a lot of things going on. I got to help us get our telephone reference back up and running. And I've been supporting yeah. the people who are going back to the desk and there's a lot going on behind the scenes. We've got some cool programs that are coming up and you might know that I have still been pushing people about the census. Yes, and that is our one of our five for five segments that's part of this episode is the census yeah you know to to quote jerry garcia what a long strange trip it's been right Right? oh my gosh oh my gosh okay so i when i started this maybe a year and a half almost two years ago now we thought that we would have been having our final complete count meeting at the county level like maybe end of July, beginning of August, because that's when most of the field work would have ended. 
And of wow. course, because everything shut down, everything got bumped back. And the Census Bureau has filed some motions. I don't understand all the legal ins and outs, but I know that they've tried a couple of times to see if they can get an extension on their deadline. The problem uh, is that it is written in the U.S. Constitution that the census has to be delivered by the end of a certain year to yeah. the president and to the Congress. Wow. So it yeah. would take a literal act of Congress to get things extended. And at this moment, I don't know that there's the will and the capacity to get that done. Wow. So people, yeah. if you haven't responded already, you still have time because they're still collecting responses. And if you go to my2020census.gov, you can uh-huh. respond for your household. Be sure that one person from your household responds for everybody and you're good to go. When's the cutoff date? The cutoff is going, right now it looks like it's going to be the end of September. The end of September, okay. The end of September. There so, was an injunction that was filed to see if they could get that extended, and right now there's not been any move to extend it. Yeah, so you, you just have uh, a couple weeks, and if you happen to come right. across this podcast after that, well, <laughs> you know, you missed the boat. Um, hopefully, you you're a responsible citizen, and you you did what you were supposed to do. And um, you know, it hey, probably I, wouldn't hurt to give them a call and say, hey, I forgot, could you give me a late pass? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want, Do they do it's, that? It's more important <laughs> probably for not everybody... Want- it's more important for everybody to be counted than anything else. So do be yeah. sure that you respond before the end of September if you haven't had a chance to already. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your citizenship is. As long as you live in Johnson County, Kansas right now, you are a resident here and you need to be counted. Very good. Do you know what February 12th, 2020 was? February 12th, 2020. Is that Lincoln's birthday, 2020? <laughs> it was Should our census it? episode. And so you can oh still go to your favorite streaming um, service, look up Joko Library or Did You Hear, find our podcast, find that February 12th census episode. It's still available and it's really good. And do you know that that is our most popular episode of all time? That is so funny because it was, I nerded out so hard. Like I had so much fun <laughs> talking to you about the census. It was absurd. And it was right. really fun to get to talk to people a little bit more about what I do when I'm not talking to you. And I right. personally had such strong response from it. And I told you and the listeners about it, you know, somebody reached out to me to find out how I got into the job that I'm in because she had had a similar career and education background. And it's, I, I'm surprised at what an impact the census has had on all of us. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've had 46 episodes and that, uh, that particular episode was 10% of our total (laughs) (laughs) listens. I mean, that's just crazy (laughs) to me. Yeah. But that just goes to show what an important topic it is and what an important thing it is to do to make sure that you have all of your information submitted for the census. Yeah, and that tells me that our faithful listeners shared that with a lot of people who they cared about and who they wanted to urge to sign up. So 
Thank you very much for pushing all your friends and family to respond to the census as well and sharing our podcast with them at the same time. Yeah. So one more time, folks can go to the U.S. Uh, census site, 2020census.gov. Yes, my2020census.gov. Um, okay. And then um, also you can just go to the Johnson County Library website, jocolibrary.org. Scroll down, find that tile that says census, and you can click there as well. Um, and there's a lot of really great information there. And so we encourage you to do that. All right, to talk about careers and finance, we have brought in careers and personal finance librarian, Marty Johannes. Hi, Marty. Hi, David. And we've also brought in information specialist who specializes in careers and finance, Dylan Ryder. Hi, Dylan. Hey, David. Good morning. Good morning. So what's the scope of our careers and finance programs and services? Who are we trying to help? Well, our focus is on supporting career explorers and job seekers uh, and those who are interested in learning to manage their finances more effectively. And we are focused at this point, uh, especially on those impacted by the pandemic. Very good. So to that end, what types of programs are we offering right now? Um, can we start with careers? Yeah, David. Uh, so we have some great online, uh, so virtual programs coming up uh, for careers. The first one we have is the Art of Interviewing. That's going to take place Monday, October 12th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. This is one that we've done before. I love this presentation. In this one, Efren Mojica, CEO of All About You Consulting, describes an interview not just as a one-off occurrence, but rather a cycle of events in which the interview itself is just one piece of that puzzle. If you aren't getting the interviews for the jobs you want, or you get the interviews but don't land the job, you absolutely need to attend this program. My last program involves everyone's favorite 10-letter word, networking. Ah. This networking program takes place Thursday, October 15th, from 2 to 3.30 in the afternoon. Now, I'd seriously prefer to get sucked into a black hole in order to avoid getting stuck talking to strangers. But in this presentation, Karen Sillins from A Plus Career and Resume arms both extroverts and introverts with the tools to get started, how to dress to make that first impression, how to make your own business cards, do's and don'ts for building your business-related social media profile, and where to find and build important relationships, whether they're in your existing line of work or an industry you're looking for a way in. You don't want to miss these. Uh, very good. And you know what? If people happen to be listening to this episode after the uh, these dates occur, hey, no worries. Just head over to youtube.com slash jocolibrary. That's our library uh, YouTube channel. And look for the career and finance playlist. We've got 13 videos uh, for career and finance, and they're growing. And all the information in those is not only stellar, but it's always timely. Hey, so Marty, why don't you tell us about uh, uh, opportunities for finance uh, programs? Well, this year, um, we're offering our Women and Money series virtually, and uh, especially in light of the 
financial challenges that many in our community, women and men alike, are facing, um, we decided that this would be an excellent year to open these sessions to all. And we'll kick off the series on Saturday morning, October 3rd, uh, from 9.30 to 11.30, with a keynote address by Carol Condo Pineda, and she's with the Federal Trade Commission. Now, the FTC's mission is to protect consumers and competition by preventing anti-competitive, deceptive, and unfair business practices through law enforcement advocacy and education. And Carol heads up the agency's outreach through public libraries. And she'll speak on scams, fraud, and identity theft, recognizing, avoiding, and addressing them. She'll be presenting remotely from Washington, D.C. And then this kickoff event will be followed by Women in Money Mondays, which will start on October 5th and go through the end of May. Uh, the first mm -hmm. one on October 5th in the evening from 6 to 7 will be on investing in investment scams and frauds. And then uh, the whole uh, series of programs is um, provided on our events calendar with uh, times and topics. Very good. And so uh, we have a number of online resources for career and finance as well. We advise you to go to jocolibrary.org, scroll down the page a bit, look for a little advertising uh, tile that says career and finance. Uh, there you can uh, access a page that gives you a portal to all the great databases, websites, so much good stuff. And it's a great place for you to sign up for our new monthly newsletter. Hey there, for this segment, we're going to talk about book parties. And to do that, we brought our longtime good friend, Greg Windsor, Reader's, ad uh, <laughs> Reader's <laughs> Advisory <laughs> Librarian. Easy for me to say. Right? Hey. I don't even know what I am. Good job. You're, you did a lot better than I did. Hey, oh. hey David, how's it going? It's going all right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well as can be. How, how long have you been doing the book party? Well, you know, uh, the book party, just to kind of before we go any further, in case no one knows what they are, these are about 20 to 30 minute kind of um, kind of discussions on YouTube or on our uh, Facebook um, okay. uh, network where uh, a live librarian will talk about um, like a like a genre or a topic or a a trope um, yeah. about about books and and uh, sometimes not sometimes not books sometimes we talk about um, um, different topics of like music and movies and those types of things. But um, we do these on Facebook. We tried them right um, after the library closed due to the pandemic because we missed the um, kind of get, getting to know our patrons, right? We were sure, stuck sure. at home. Our patrons were stuck at home. We wanted to communicate with them. That wasn't just, hey, here's a funny meme about books or um, <laughs> right. uh, here's a book list. You know, hey, trust me, I love memes about book reading cats as much as the rest, but it doesn't really sure. um, you know, take, this, take the place of live conversation with 
some uh, with a, a library staff member. And so we started these, uh, we just called them book parties where we um, got together live on Facebook and we started um, kind of talking about, uh, they were kind of loose when we first started and we kind of found a rhythm as we went along and uh, yeah. without any sort of promotion or any sort of, you know, guide guide for us. We actually turned out really good. We got up to like a thousand uh, views uh, every Very time good. we did one of these things, and we've gotten a lot of response. The best part about the book party is that it is an interactive situation. So, whenever right. me or one of the other staff members are talking about uh, about books, you know, the, the the people at home or watching can like type into the chat about kind of react to, oh, I've read that book, or, oh, have you read so-and-so? And we can kind sure, of go back sure. and forth a little bit. And so it's kind of an interactive event. And that's what really makes it special and fun for us. Yeah. Boy, and, you know, uh, just to think about what a variety of different types of patrons we have out there, you know, we need to have a variety of different ways to reach out and communicate with them. You know, it, it's it's not only a unique opportunity, but the, the fact that we're in the situation that we are and we can't do a lot of in-person types mm -hmm. of things, this is the next best thing. Yeah, it's really that, that in-person thing really, I think it really hurts, you know, us because we, you know, you get to know your patrons, you get to know your staff, you come in and you see the, the, the person behind, you know, that checks out your books for you or you see the children's librarian every time. You really build a relationship up with those people in your community in your home library and and yeah. and you're missing that a little bit and whenever you come into the library you see like we have displays we have you know books you know kind of piled up and yeah. we're trying to talk to you about what we have and what is kind of cool and interesting and fun sure. and this is a way to kind of to kind of pass along that fun interestedness um, to to our patrons while still right. keeping that connection going for sure. Yeah. So so Greg, tell us what what uh, genres or books or or you know what what have you talked about so far? Absolutely, all all sorts of stuff. One of my one of my favorite ones that we've done uh, earlier in the summer, I, I called it "Stream This, Read That," and where I took kind of popular streaming shows like everyone like on Netflix or on Hulu or Amazon Prime. And I did a read-alike for that. So if you liked Stranger oh, that's Things, genius. you would like this. Or if you liked, you know, Veronica Mars on Hulu, you would like so-and-so. And, -so. and, uh, nice. and it was a lot of fun. We uh, And actually tonight, um, well, tonight I'm saying uh, we have our book parties on uh, Wednesday afternoons and Thursday evenings. And as okay. we're doing, uh, doing one tonight. That's um, if you yeah. want it to, to get to it live, right? Yeah, if you want to do it live. Also, we can do – we record them because one of the okay. problems we ran into with book doing like children's story times online is for copyright reasons we sure. can't keep that there. But with book parties, we're really just talking about awesome movies and books and uh, and uh, and music and so we're not – reading aloud from anything so we can keep what we record. So you can actually go back and look at some of the things that we've done over the summer. Right. Um, and if you uh, want to go back, you can go to? Yes, we go. We are on Facebook. So okay. uh, we're at facebook.com slash library. Uh, or right. if, if you go to our website, jocolibrary.org, 
scroll down to the bottom and there's our um, our icons, our social media icons, you know, our right. Twitter, our Facebook, our, uh, our YouTube. Uh, click there and uh, you'll see if you're if you like our page, you'll see our videos pop up whenever we do them live. Yeah. Or you can go into the events section and look and kind of say, oh, next Thursday they're talking about, you know, um, you know, uh, Nordic mysteries or whatever. And you can kind of start. Right like that yeah, so kind of go back and, and, and see it later on when uh, a visitor goes to the uh johnson county library facebook page mm -hmm. um you'll see a menu across the top and maybe your menu looks different than mine but mine goes you know uh home about photos youtube then there's a more with yes. a triangular carrot you click that and you get a drop down list and events and videos those are two ways to reach your fabulous book party correct yes 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 and events and and videos so videos you can go back in and see all of the archived book parties that we've done we've done a yeah so we only have a minute left oh, and sure, so sure. if you could give us a little preview of what's to come Absolutely. Uh, we have about a rotation of six or seven staff that do them. So it's not just the same person every time. Um, next one we're having a, I'm doing a fall fiction roundup. Um, look for that, you know, coming new and, and fun and exciting things uh, that are, that's coming out and hitting the, uh, the, uh, your library shelves. Um, Bet Mercer is talking about Acorn TV, which is a um, ah. which is a uh, like a, a streaming network that you can get through uh, as a database through the library. She talks sure. about all the great uh, shows uh, that you can access there. British and shows, right? British, yeah, British TV shows, and then also yeah. um, with October coming up, we have lots of spooky, fun reads um, for adults and YAs that are going to be coming up here in the next uh, weeks. So you just got to keep your eye out on. It, and we're going to throw something a little different at you at each time. Well, I'll tell you what, Greg, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Okay, well, you should absolutely be there, and uh, definitely write in that, uh, write in the the message box. Tell us that you're watching. Tell tell us you say hi. Let us know what you're reading, and get that conversation started. Very good. Thanks, Greg. I guess you'd think that the Johnson County Library is filled with party people because we moved from book parties to debate watch parties. And to give us a little insight on that, we've brought in two folks, uh, Ashley Fick, who is our civic uh, engagement librarian. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Dave. And you've also included Amanda Williams, who is an information specialist. How are you, Amanda? I'm good. How are you, Dave? Doing great. Pretty excited to hear about these debate parties. Uh, Tell us all about them. Well, um, this is our second year or our second offering of debate watch parties. We offered them during the 2016 election and they were such a great experience and so popular. We wanted to do them again. And right. um, once COVID hit, we scrambled to figure out how we could make it a great experience for our patrons online or virtually instead. Uh, yeah, so the first ones were in person and uh, in the Carmack room at the Central Resource Library. So this is different then. This is online and virtual. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're using a brand new platform called On24. It's the first program on there, but it should be great. It's going to let us watch the debate live, but also do things like trivia, um, polling, uh, group chat, people might be able, we're hoping to have fa live fact checking running up live next to the debate, all kinds of fun stuff in there. Bingo too. Oh, that's that sounds great. Uh, so Amanda, you're you're all 
part of that as well? Are, are you going to be one of the fact checkers? Um, I'm not quite sure yet what I will be doing, but I will be participating and, um, and enjoying the debate as well with the audience. Right. And did you, um, I know Ashley, you attended the last one because you were one of the facilitators, but Amanda, did you, uh, attend the, the last debate watch party? I actually worked during the last debate watch party at Central. So Uh. I got to see the crowd of people that came in. Um, I know that it was very well attended and also um, uh, very engaging. So we're really hoping that with this online platform, we'll be able to do the same thing in in that kind of engagement. Wow. And so it it seems like uh, you're making the most out of it. The the group chat, the trivia. Do you have an example of one of the trivia questions? Um, So some of the trivia questions are meant to kind of uh, nudge people along and teach them some of the civics. So, um, you know, we're asking them when the deadline to register to vote, for example. And then we've got more fun examples like um, what are their, the two candidates' favorite foods or, you know, silly stuff like that, too. So the last time around, what, what, did you have a lot of folks asking for, for, for fact checks? Um, you know, we did have some. We... This time around, though, what I think what we're going to do is there's lots of live fact checking that's available, um, mm-hmm. and Politico tends to fact check via Twitter, so we can actually put the live Twitter stream available for people so that they can have them side by side. I think that's probably the route we're going to go, but it was popular the last yeah. go around too. That sounds really great. So, um, what what are the dates for these? Yeah, the first debate is on September 29th. Um, it starts at 8 p.m. Central, and the, our, our event starts at 7.30 to give people a little bit of time to get settled in, get used to the format. Um, the second one's October 15th, same time, and October 22nd is the third debate, also the same time. Okay, great. And um, for people to find that, they'll need to find it in our event calendar, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, you can register via our event calendar. If you want other uh, election-related information, um, we have some other uh, links to pass on. And it's also good for folks that maybe listen to this recording um, after the debate party happens, but want to make sure we have something else to offer as well. Yeah, um, and I would recommend people check out ksvotes.org if they want to register or get their advanced ballot. Amanda, do you have a favorite research place to research your candidates? Probably my favorite one is Ballotpedia. Um, I like that. That one really is more for candidates who've, who are more incumbents. But um, factcheck.org is also a great one in PolitiFact. So those are some of my my favorite ones to kind of research the things that people are seeing as they campaign as well as as they run and as they're in office. Yeah. And I will mention that if you go to jocolibrary.org, uh, scroll down the page, you'll see uh, a row of kind of little square advertisements for different things. But one of them is Kansas elections. And if you click on that, it will lead you to page for Kansas elections and voting, and it answers all kinds of questions for you, like who can register, uh, how do I know if I'm already registered, where do I register, um, how do I vote by mail? There's so many good questions and a lot of good answers, and 
links and resources. And so we've done that for you. Our last segment of this special 5 for 5 episode is about a brand new service. And if you're like me, you really miss going into the branches and seeing those display cases. You never know what you're going to find. Maybe it's matchbox cars. Maybe it's bonnets. Maybe it's old, old, old books. (laughs) Who knows? But it's always from someone in the community, and it could be a young person, an old person. but it's that personal touch, it's that connection from somebody sharing a piece of their lives with you. And you may miss it, but you may not have to miss it much longer. Here's Hannah Jane to tell us why. Hey, Hannah, how are you doing? I am good. Thank you. So what is this new service called and what is it all about? So the new service is called the Collector's Corner. And it's a new virtual way for patrons of all ages to share their collections. Like our in-branch displays, patrons share their favorite hobby with others by showing off what they've collected. But instead of a display case, they create online videos. What's your favorite hobby? Do you happen to collect anything? I collect buttons. Yeah, the kind that you you uh, sew on your your clothes. So walk us through one of these videos. What's it like? Uh, it's a virtual tour of someone's collection. Yeah, so it is like a virtual tour of their collection. They show off what they love. They talk about it. So since this is a relatively new service, how many of these virtual tours do we have online? So we currently, um, we just uh, started this. So we currently have one video up and it's uh, Charles who happens to work at the library. He uh, has his musical instrument collection up. Have you gotten any other submissions yet? Yeah, so we have. Our next one is going to be going up soon. And um, I don't want to give too much information, but I will say that it's about dinosaurs. Well, that sounds exciting. So if people want to peruse these virtual collections, how would they go about that? So if they want to peruse the collections, they can keep an eye on our Facebook and our Instagram. The videos go up on both of those. You can also check out our YouTube channel. There's a playlist for these collections called The Collector's Corner. And we also have a, a space on our website, jocolibrary.org backslash collectors dash corner, where you can not only see the videos, but you can also uh, submit an application of your own collection. Ah, so what a great way for folks that are just sitting around. If you happen to have a collection and you want to share and show it off, you have a way to do it. Uh, can you give that uh, web address one more time? It is jocolibrary.org backslash collectors dash corner. Okay, very good. So if people want to look at these collections, you can go to our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash jocolibrary, or go to our Facebook page. Uh, That's facebook.com slash jocolibrary. 
say, Hannah Jane, um, you've seen a lot of the exhibitions uh, of collections at the different branches. Was there one that was your favorite? There are so many that I've seen that I've really enjoyed. Uh, Leeway just recently this year had a Paw Patrol collection that was super cute and patrons loved. It even included Paw Patrol toothpaste. It was fantastic. So this is just one of those really neat facets about the library that you really like, and that's why you wanted to have an online version of this, isn't it? Yeah, one of my favorite things about going to the library um, is seeing the display cases with the collections. Uh, I particularly like the little story that's included on top of the display case about how they started the collection and uh, all the different components of their collection. I like hearing the story behind it just as much. See, this is what just amazes me. It's re resourcefulness. It's it's ingenuity. Uh, people want our experiences that we have in the library that we find to be so special. And we're recreating them in a virtual environment because of need. I think that is just really great. Hannah. Yeah, I think it's a great way for patrons to connect with each other. Whenever we post them on Facebook, we encourage patrons to talk about you know, their collections in the comments. And it's it's a really great way for people to not only, you know, share the things that make them who they are, but also to connect with other patrons. That does it for our five for five podcast episode. And I want to thank everybody that came today to uh, participate, to talk about the census, career and finance, our book parties, our debate watch parties and our collector's corner. Uh, in two weeks, we'll have another episode and we're going to do another five for five because it's so much fun to get so many different voices from the library uh, so that you can hear them and find out about the great work that they're doing. So here's a little preview. We're going to talk about Instagram. We're going to talk about the makerspace and what's going on in the virtual world there. Online story times, our new newsletters, and we're going to talk about the challenge uh, and the success stories and all the fun stuff uh, involved with our new online events. So be sure to come back in two weeks. Thanks for listening. For more episodes of Did You Hear, go to the Johnson County Library website jocolibrary.org slash did you hear please stay safe everyone